Welcome to the Happy Mindset. Today's episode is episode number 66 and today's episode title is called Taking My Life Back. So today I'm going to talk about my book that's just been published recently. It's a book where it's pretty much a self-help book. I outline some of the main principles and life lessons that I've learned in my 20s in order to help people who might be feeling a bit lost and feeling like they, they want to get back on their path, get back on what feels right to them. So the book begins with a mentioned on the podcast before my experience with psychosis so in the book i delve into some of the emotions and some of the hallucinations and delusions that i went through through psychosis the purpose of doing this is to help other people understand get an insight into what it actually feels like to go through a break from reality to go through like a psychotic episode I remember the feelings of frustration and overwhelm that I couldn't explain what was happening to me. And the more I tried to explain that was what was happening to me, the more that I got frustrated. So it was like a double bind. The more I got angry and frustrated with my feelings of anger and frustration at not being able to communicate, the worse the situation got for me. So I want to raise that awareness for people who might have somebody going through something similar and to give them a little bit of an understanding into why this person is behaving so erratically, uh, so irrationally. So in the book, I describe the emotions that somebody can go through. And the thing is with this, it's not like a very, it's not, it's not like the person's believing just thoughts in their head. You're in the episode, you go through your reality actually changes so it's not just your thinking it's your senses as well everything changes your feeling your thinking your perception of life itself your what you see in the world everything changes because you're living in a a false world it's probably the best world to describe it so when i went through that experience i can remember not wanting to be fooled i can remember actually not wanting to be fooled by my experience but you can't because you're so in it you can't get out of it. So I just wanted to to share that in the book so that somebody who knows somebody going through something bad can have a bit more compassion, a bit more understanding as to why this person is acting so erratically and to take it less personally. So it, it, it when somebody's going through this, it's not about the person they're talking to or interacting with in those moments. It's more about what's actually going on in that person's head. So taking a step back, realizing it's not personal, can actually help the person because what that person needs is some space, uh, some time to uh, to process whatever is going on there. So in the book, I outline some of the life lessons and principles I've learned in my 20s to actually turn something that was very traumatic into an anti-fragility moment. So if you're not aware of the term anti-fragility, it's basically that you actually become stronger from something that knocks you back. So it's not even, it's it's more uh, powerful than resiliency. It's you actually use that experience to propel you forward, to strengthen you over time. So it's taken me a long time to actually come out the other side of this experience. But during, the la- during, during my 20s, I took a lot away from that experience. I, I looked at the core principles behind what was driving that experience. And I used those principles then to propel me forward in life. So it accelerated my learning. So I'm I'm better able to learn things and take in a lot of information. 
a good part of that is down to what I went through was a an overwhelming experience. There's a lot of information thrown at you at once. It's pretty much sink or swim. And from coming out the other side of that, you're better able to deal with chaos. So I guess that's the word I would sum up my experience was that I was met with chaos. So up until my life, up until then, my life was quite orderly. I thought I had things figured out. There was a certain order and logic to things. And then I was just thrown like a, a grenade of chaos to deal with and to make sense of that experience and to create some order out of the chaos. So that served me well then when it came to like taking on complex topics like learning computer programming or learning more foreign languages. That again is, is an experience of a lot of information thrown at you. Try and make sense of it. So in the book I share some of the principles like focus. Focus is a, it was a big one for me because when you're in that experience, it, you're, you're filled with a lot of... So I was bouncing a lot of the time between mania which was like feeling on top of the world and feeling like I had things figured out and I had a very clear mind. And then you'd like depression on the other side, which is like, just like, it just felt like everybody was out to get me. Everybody was out to fool me. That was a paranoia kicking in. In the book, I also explain how embracing my paranoia, embracing like the lessons that I could teach me, helped me to uncover the fact that my paranoia was often just my imagination. Like that, that's, pretty much in essence what paranoia is it's not grounded in real world facts or reality so from looking at that i started looking at the positive side to paranoia so i started looking at it more as energy so instead of using my energy unconsciously in a paranoid way i decided to consciously use my that energy as imagination that's that's where this podcast comes from that's where the book came from i simply harnessed the same energy that was that wasn't a constructive force in my life to something that was constructive. So for me, psychosis, it was an extreme event that made me wake up to the kind of subtle things that were happening in my life up until 22. So my paranoia wasn't extreme enough, extreme enough in my day-to-day -day life to pay attention to it, but when I came to the psychosis, because I was living in a paranoid world for a little bit, I was able to have the contrast in the back of my life and realize there was always little bits of drama in my life that didn't need to be there. It was my, because I wasn't pretty much, I didn't have a goal in life. I wasn't harnessing my imagination. I wasn't occupying my mind. So the devil <laughs> the devil makes uh, work for idle hands, that kind of thing. So when I went through that experience, then the anti-fragility kicked in from me transmuting paranoia to imagination and a creative force. That's where the podcast comes from. That's where the book comes from. So in the... The book, yeah, I share like basically the main lessons, the main principles in my 20s. The book's very much about helping you to follow your own pattern in life. Yeah, there's quite a bit of spirituality, psychology. There's a lot of different life lessons and stuff to it. So it's not a book about... It's not a book about putting people into categories. It's actually, yeah, the book is about helping people to transcend labels. So that was the biggest obstacle. I That was, it helped. So the label is a double bind again. It's like, on the one hand, when I got the label of psychosis, went to a psychiatrist and he told me this is what was going on. Up until that point, nobody really kind of understood what was going on because it was completely inside my head. That's the nature of psychosis. 
So once I had a label, at least I had something to say. Like this, this is somebody was saying like this is actually happening to this guy, to me. But then the other side of that is that you don't want to identify with that label. <clears throat> I was very conscious of that. I didn't want to identify with the label of psychosis, psychotic, any any of that language. I didn't want to identify with it. So. As a result, I chose to choose a different direction, a more empowering, a more lifting direction where I could learn lessons. I didn't know what that looked like, but I had a sense there was a different path and that was going to be my path. So that's where the that's how the book can help. It's like if you are going through your day-to-day life, regardless of what you're going through, you mightn't be, it might be anywhere near, near extreme as what, what I went through. But if you have a sense of you're lost in life or you're not following your own path, you're not actually having the confidence in yourself to, to do your thing and to figure things out yourself, then this book will help you to to understand some simple principles that will get you moving in the right direction. For me it's been it's been an eight year, nine year process since I since I went through psychosis. So it's not a it's not a quick fix thing. I'm very much based on the long term and delayed gratification. That was one of the things that I learned to delay your gratification when it comes to the important things. So this book would help you to understand some simple things. I try to make a, the book as simple as possible as well. Like it's not um I don't use like very abstract words or any of that. I try to make it as simple and as grounded in reality as possible because I'm very big on using your own words to understand things. Because I've seen from my own experience and from watching people around me, sometimes people have a tendency to use other people's words to describe stuff. And it gets lost in translation and they're using somebody else's words and they're not really embodying what they're actually saying. For me, the key thing, I guess, as a, as a language person, as a translator, when you see something new, a new concept, always make the effort to translate it into your own experience. Apply it back to your own life because that's where you're going to see transformation in your life. So I'm very big on transformation. It's very good to have like the information gathering. It's finding that balance. Like For me, writing a book, what helped me was the years of reading books that I put into before I wrote the book. So I didn't, well, I kind of had in the back of my mind for for a long time that I was going to write a book, but I didn't really, I didn't think I'd actually do it. But in the meantime, I read a lot of books. I read a lot of books around psychology, philosophy, uh, computer programming, foreign languages, just different stuff. And that helped me to write a book. I was writing blogs as well and stuff. So I remember when I started writing my first few blogs, I remember how how painstaking it was because I'd want to say all these things but I wouldn't have the words and I wouldn't have like I wouldn't have I, wa- I wasn't well read so I'd have to like always be googling for different quotes and stuff whereas when I wrote the book things just came to mind a lot quicker because I've been spending years reading writing writing and even my Facebook group as well I share quotes that inspire me as well so they're top of mind after a while they become your muscle memory they become an embodied understanding so so that's uh so actually maybe touch a little bit on the writing process again if anybody listened to this if you have any questions just uh join the facebook group ask a question in there i can do a podcast answering a question you might have i got a question recently about the writing process of like how did i actually find the time to write this book because i was supposed to be uh freelancing and learning computer programming so i think the way i thought about writing the book actually helped me a lot in actually just doing the work so I never saw the book as a chore. I saw it as something that would help me clarify what has actually worked in my life. And in doing so, I'll simplify things in my own head. And then as well, 
my aim is for the reader to be impacted by it so they will actually read something in there that will click for them and it will help change their life so that's what i was inspired to do and, and so when i thought about it that way it didn't feel like something i had to do i just it was just then it was just a matter of putting time in the calendar every day and doing it and so my goal was that or my initial idea was that i would spend an hour a day for however long it took six months to a year i didn't always get to an hour but i made a choice i made a decision that i'll at least write 10 minutes on those days where i can put in the hour because i was quite busy doing other stuff as well so then over time that, that gradually it just gradually kind of went from there but the key thing was i never saw it as um something i had to do something i wanted to do and from that your energy is different i saw it as an exercise in like self-exploration of understanding my life putting things together and i enjoy that process i really love like understanding human psychology so that i can understand myself better and in turn help other people understand themselves better because i know how difficult it is living in a world where you're psychologically conflicted about everything where you're just confused and what's worse is that you don't even know that this is what's happening in your life because you you don't have the contrast yet so psychosis provided the contrast for me so i can see clearly what was my life like before that event what was my life like during that event and what, was, what has been my life like for the last eight years after that event i've seen my clarity of mind increase an awful lot in the last eight years purely because I've been curious about the world. I've been reading a lot of books. I've been opening my mind to a lot of different things. I've been letting go of my right or wrong judgments. That's a very hard thing to do, but the more you can do that, the more your your possibility to learn new things expands exponentially. So that's basically it. I've touched a little bit on the writing process, touched a bit on, on the book, the purpose behind it. What, what's inside in the book as well, some of what's inside in the book. If you want to get the book, it's on Amazon. Just go to Amazon, type in Taking My Life Back, based on a true story. Uh, you should find the book then. It's a yellow cover. And uh, yeah, I'd like to thank as well Davey. He's done a great job on the illustrations in the book. It's really brought the book to life. It's, uh, it's made it a real story that somebody can read and just go through the journey. So that's why I wanted it to be something that somebody can just read and they go through the journey themselves and understand like this, that they can understand, that they can learn things from this book and apply them in their life and it will help change their life for the better. I'd also like to thank Lisa Caprelli. She has, she's been one of the driving forces behind the book. I definitely wouldn't have gotten this book done this year only for her. I needed somebody to actually push me to do it. And thankfully Lisa came into my life there uh, I think two years ago, I guess now she found she found the podcast. So that, again, it's like that's things connect in weird and wonderful ways. The podcast uh, she just came across the podcast when she was researching her own book on happiness. That's how we connected, and then down the line, then this kind of came about. So uh, yeah, I just like to thank Lisa for that. It's uh, yeah, it's been great. So so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, have fun and enjoy the process.